Hello, and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the weeks, the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about teaching without, you know, having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. First, I'd like to thank all of our friends out there on Patreon. That's right, you can support us and keep us going by giving 5 to $10 on Patreon. And if you join our Patreon, you not only get to have your name read at the beginning of the podcast, podcast, you get access to all kinds of back episodes, movie reviews, watch parties. There is so much to listen to that is not on the main feed on our Patreon. You really need to check it out. Also, well, I said we get to read names, so I'll read names. Here we go. Rachel, Tarina, Exhausted Band Director, Kim K, Noel H, Alan H, Kim K, Jessica A, Swiffelev Owners, ha ha, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Melissa V, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, Kim C, William P, Sarah O, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Tisha C, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Caitlin L, Marsha M, Weaza, Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Huvian, Ashley M, Jason F, Amber H, Jeff S, Abby B, and T, Sarah B, Regina F, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Hope H, Aaron D, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, Rylan L, Catherine S, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony and Christina K, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, and Sarah N. Thank all of you for supporting us and keeping us going. I'd also like to thank our sponsors at Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, or you're just some teacher who got suckered into doing UIL this year, go to Ludlam Dramatics. They have all kinds of resources to help you explain basic theater concepts to your kids. Everything from parts of stage, how to work a soundboard, how to do stage makeup, it's all there in poster form and all kinds of others. Go check them out at ludlamdramatics.com. Also check out our other sponsor, Legendary Pretzels. If you want a snack, and you probably do, because snacks are amazing, you need to go to legendarypretzels.com. They take these pretzel rods and they dip them in chocolate and they roll them around in cereal or crushed candy bars or whatever you want. They can make custom molds for your graduates. They are amazing. They're not that expensive. They're delicious. Go to legendarypretzels.com and order a dozen. You deserve it. Treat yourself. Also, if you use the code TEACHER, you can get a discount at checkout. All right, my friends. It is the first week of the new year. Happy New Year! But I'm kind of tired and I'm kind of focused on this upcoming week and getting ready and getting back into go mode. So we did not record a new episode this week. This is episode 24. It was originally released, let's see, in March of 2020. Oh, not March, January, February, March. It was March, but this was right before everything blew up. So this is kind of a twilight of what is coming. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the episode. It's one of my favorites from back then. And uh, that's about all we got. I hope you guys love it and like it. And thank you for supporting us and keeping us going. I'll be back. Oh, one last thing. We are having a watch party for all of our Patreons on January 21st, Friday, of the movie Real Genius. Join our Patreon and find out more. It's late. All right. I didn't do this one earlier. Welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Wow, wow. Yeah, today we've got Miss Bunny O'Hare. What's up, Elvis? And Mrs. Rosie Rose. Oh, I'm a Mrs. Hi. I know. You found somebody. I didn't. No. All right. <laughs>
<laughs> From CNN affiliate KYW, a school called police after a kindergartner with Down syndrome pointed a finger gun at her teacher. A Pennsylvania elementary school called the police after a kindergartner with Down syndrome made a finger gun at her teacher. Officials concluded there wasn't a threat, but the girl's mother said they went too far. Maggie Gaines called on the Tredyffrin East Town School District to update its threat assessment policy after her six-year-old daughter, Margot, was questioned by administrators for making a gun gesture at her elementary school teacher and pretended to shoot her. Gaines said it was a harmless expression of anger, but Margot's school in southwestern Pennsylvania determined her actions appeared threatening, so they conducted a threat assessment. Administrators concluded that Margot made a transient threat and didn't intend to harm anyone, but they still called the police. The district said calling law enforcement is part of its safety protocol, but Gaines said in her daughter's case, the district misinterpreted its own policy. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it was very clear from the beginning that she didn't understand what she was saying. Her having Down syndrome is one aspect, but I'm sure most six-year-olds don't understand the literal meaning of shooting somebody. She said police filed a report on the incident that Mar- mentioned Margot by name. Police didn't immediately respond to request. Where is this? Pennsylvania. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. It feels like something Alabama would do. First of all, like you said, she's six. And she has Down syndrome, which, in my experience with children with Down syndrome, are the sweetest baby angels on the planet. You're Mm going to call the police on one? The school district agreed that it would review its safety practices after this was brought up at a board meeting. Requesting a police consultation allows agencies to confer and use the information to plan for appropriate support, the district said. It is not the same as making a police report. Yeah, you didn't need to call police because a kindergartner... Did finger it's guns. A finger gun. It's a, a kindergarten gun. with developmental delays. It wasn't a it wasn't a nerf gun. It wasn't a water gun. It wasn't a realistic looking gun of it was her finger. There was no threat. <laughs> there was no way a bullet was going to come out of this finger and hit her. <laughs> what I'm guessing is that this kid was probably a little difficult. It's probably a challenging kid in okay. some aspect. I mean it's mm-hmm. a kindergarten. They all can be that way. And I bet this teacher was just at her wits' end and was like, you know what she did this? I'm sending her to the office. And so they sent her to the office and some idiot was like, well, yeah. you know what? We we have it where if you make a threat towards a teacher, we have to call the police. So Zero we're going to do it because, you know, if we don't call the police, you're never going to believe that we're going to call the police. So we're going to call the police now. And that doesn't work with somebody with an intellectual disability, though. Yeah. This whole thing is just ridiculous. The fact that the police even, well, I guess the police are called to a school. They're going to show up. That's their yeah. job. And yeah. they, uh, clearly they, they didn't make eyes. a report. But the fact yeah. that the district's like, well, we call them because they need to know what going on. Were they concerned about the four-year-old I, I, with I Down syndrome? Say, I want to know what the police officer said. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I could tell the police officer just like, all right, and so what do you want me to do about this now? Guys? Do you want me to make her cry? Is that my goal here? I've got kids that'll do like the, hey, like the finger like, gun, like the... Yeah. It gestures like, are, am I supposed to call the police for that? Too? You are now, like, apparently, and if you're in Pennsylvania. Night. I think this was just chain of command breakdown. I believe this teacher was probably burnout and at her wit's end, and she probably even told her, like, hey, little Margot, if you don't sit down and blah, 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 I'm going to send you to the office, and then she's trying to be like, yeah, boom, boom. And she's like, screw you. <laughs> okay, you're going why to the office. Why does little Margot sound like a creepy, creepy old man? I was thinking <laughs> like a gremlin, because <laughs> like, like kindergarten's gremlins. But so she's I mean. a sweet little Margot baby, so it was more like, bam, bam. I, I'm trying to find some kind of right. sense. I'm trying to empathize with the teacher here. Yeah, I'm not. And so <laughs> I can see a teacher maybe being just at her wits end and okay, you know what? 
you're going to the office. Right. But then for them not to have the common sense, like, okay, like, let's okay, talk Margo, to her in the yeah. office. Yeah, let's the deal with this <laughs> Yeah. Because I almost feel like at the worst you have to do with the kindergarten, for most offenses, is maybe call the parent in. Mm-hmm. If it's really mm-hmm. serious, have like a conference. I mean, we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago, though, about kindergartner getting arrested for something. For, for like, like kicking their teacher or something? Yeah. yeah. And what the heck? I mean, like, I know kids' behaviors have changed over the years. I've been teaching long enough to see the trends, but what did our teachers do when we acted like little shits in kindergarten? I don't know. I didn't act like a little shit in kindergarten. I was precious. Really? <laughs> yeah, where you? Yeah. Someone at the top should have just caught this. Like, you know what? This Mm -hmm. teacher needs a break. She needs a moment. She needs to get her shit. She needs to not have 30 kids in her room. She She needs needs a drink. She needs to not have 30 Mm -hmm. kids in her room. They could have like, okay, you know what? Why don't you hang out in the office for a bit? Why don't Mm -hmm. you sit at this desk? Why don't you just, just for a little bit before we send you back. But calling the police was not, what fucking morons. From the Reddits. Too many teachers are getting hit, kicked, and punched by students. It is no secret that violence seems to be on the rise in schools, especially at the elementary level. Teachers report more aggressive behavior now more than ever aimed at both other students and teachers. This uptick in student violence has teachers on edge, worried for their own safety as well as their students, and many feel helpless in the face of it and question their choices of their career. So this person thinks it is best summarized by a Facebook post that went viral by a teacher named Annie Dimkazak. In part, it says, I love my students. I love all my students. I love the students with trauma. I love the students with mental illness. I love the difficult students. I love the violent students. Because I'm a teacher and my heart is made of glitter and marshmallows and happiness and rainbows. <laughs> loving little people with abandon is what I freaking do. Sometimes loving someone looks like setting boundaries, consequences, hard conversation, seeking additional support, reporting dangerous behavior, standing your ground, finding alternative placement. Stop worrying if you're tenured. Stop saying they're just kids. Stop being scared of the parents or of administration. Wondering if you should tell someone. Stop giving up because no one will do anything. Stop thinking you should be physically assaulted and verbally berated at your job. Stop thinking that having intense anxiety and depression surrounding your workplace is normal. It is not okay. This is not what we signed up to do. You are wonderful, caring, amazing, and you have the biggest heart for wanting to help little people, but don't you dare think that it's okay to be abused and taken advantage of in your workplace. We would never tolerate this in any other area in our life. This is no different. Amen. (laughs) This time of year sucks. Everyone's Mm -hmm. tired. Everyone's burnt out. Most of the submissions that I'm seeing right now are all just like, I am sick. And granted, I'm sick. I think you're justified and you're righteous. We shouldn't have to deal with administrators who don't want to do their own policies Mm -hmm. and kids who are losing their minds and working for a job that wants to pay us nothing because they think we just are that passionate. And we're called loser teachers by presidential candidates. And it's hard. And it sucks. And my God, thank God spring break's a thing. Thank God friends are a thing. Thank God drinks are a thing. Thank God whatever your self-care is is a thing. It was also the thing that we talked about before about love is setting boundaries. Like, we have kids that don't know appropriate ways to interact with people. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes teaching them, you know what, this isn't okay. And because this is what's happening, here's the boundary that I need to set. They need to see that there are healthy ways to cope with stressful situations and things that they don't like besides just throwing punches. They need to see that healthy boundary setting modeled besides just those two extremes of getting walked on or abusing the people around you or both. You want me to teach 
adulting by Reddit user Stereo on Cooking Bacon. On my town's Facebook page, a parent posted an article about a high school that teaches adulting. A whole bunch of parents commented that our high school really ought to do that. What a shame we don't offer home ec, etc. One particular mom commented that her kid has been asking for years why no one has ever taught her to balance a checkbook, do taxes, or change a tire. She also said the sex ed class is a joke. Your kid has been asking for years and it never occurred to you to teach your own damn kid anything? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if you complain really hard on Facebook, some nice teacher will offer to parent your child for you. Damn. Wow. <laughs> no, but like there are some things my my parents taught me how to balance a checkbook. Like I don't you I learned how to balance a checkbook in fourth grade. Like my dad taught us basic things like how to take care of your car and I am a religious person and I am a religious <gasps> observant person. <laughs> Try to contain your shock. <laughs> but I don't all these people that are like, we need to put prayer back in schools. We need to be teaching children. Like, no, that's not your job as the school worrying about you know, I don't, what I'm trying to say is there are some things that it's the parent's job to teach their kid. What? Yes. No. You chose to procreate. You chose to have this child. Maybe there they should teach parenting that... classes. No, I do agree with in the majority of schools around this country, the sex ed is underwhelming and terrible. Yes. Yeah, because they just because do most parents only. Yes. And most parents don't want to talk about that at home. And I can understand that That's to not an sex extent. Ed. That's sex denial. Like, yes. We're just going to pretend this doesn't happen. But the rest yeah. of this, like home ec and balancing a checkbook and taxes, like that's what parents are for. My mom taught me how to change a tire. She taught me how to do my taxes. Well, and there probably were days that those things were taught and your kid wasn't paying attention because they were on their phone. Well, I will say, my mom's says the reason that she's such a good cook and she can sew and stuff is because she took four years of home ec in high school. Family, <laughs> family consumer sciences. I learned to cook from my family. And as I've grown up, I've learned it from friends, like how to mix a drink from my dad. <laughs> and Usable life skills. But no, I mean, I learned a lot of stuff from school and different pursuits. In theater, I learned how to do sewing, chef, and costuming. Mm-hmm. I learned how to take care of clothes and how to iron. Was... Wait, are you saying that extracurricular activities actually teach you what? life lessons? Yeah. What? The arts actually teach you something? What? But I also think to those teachers, like, you don't know how to use a dryer. You don't know if you use the setting, it's going to shrink everything. You don't know. I know a lot of I adults would, that still don't know that. I was, mm-hmm. you know, 13 mm-hmm. or 14. I didn't have a clue. I was like, yeah. oh, I put it in, I hit a button, and I put it in the dryer. <laughs> I thought it shrink because I'm I a grown boy. I everything on cold. It's fine. <laughs> I don't think we should depend on schools to teach our kids personality traits, though. I mean, there comes from learning how to bank and change a tire, then, like, we need to be the moral person who is raising your child. No, that's on you. Don't kill people. Lying is probably bad. Like, <laughs> probably. I mean, let's be honest. There are times where a white lie is, is necessary. Mm-hmm. High school girls can't handle truth. High schoolers can't handle truth. Like, no, you look dumb wearing that. No, that that's really ridiculous. Yes, everyone can see your ass, and no, it's not flattering. It's, oh, man. It's not Remember sexy. the 2000s, the year for like the visible thong? Oh, God. Oh, man. Low the whale tail. Pants. Yes. Now it's the opposite. Pants go all the way up to your nipples. You know, that's great. They're I'm okay with that. <laughs> Especially since crop tops are coming back. Like, yeah. we're, we're shortening the shirts, but we're raising the, the pants, pants up. Yeah. So, you know, eventually everything gets covered. 
Unpopular teacher opinion. Working to contract should be standard for all teachers. This is by Mr. Dude Bro. This year, our admin held up a shining example of a teacher who reaches every kid and focuses on bringing each kid up to passing through a complex system that they have developed, etc. And then they admitted that this teacher works every day from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. This is our model. This is what they want us to do. I read a lot of tips and trials about maintaining mental health around teaching. The cold hard fact is all teachers should work to contract. When I began teaching, this was our mild strategy for gaining leverage in a union or district negotiations. I was appalled that working the expected amount of hours is almost a form of protest. We should work what we are paid to work and no more. Show up at your contractually obligated time. Walk off site at your contractually obligated time. Close your door, take a walk, eat lunch outside since you are owed that time, or at least in my district. And that should be standard behavior, not a form of protest. Also, part-time teachers get shafted. Take every ounce of time that is yours. Check your union rep about part-time expectations. In my district, if you're a 70% contract, you are only obligated to attend 70% of the staff meetings. These boundaries are most likely different than administration expectations. Every teacher that sacrifices their home time, personal time, family, and relationship time, every teacher that works late instead of exercising or taking time for themselves in their own lives is doing a disservice to teachers everywhere and skews the expectations from administration, parents, and students. Teacher martyrdom needs to end, and it starts with you working to your contract every day. That kind of goes along with what we said in a a previous episode about what you permit is what you promote. The more that we Mm -hmm. do for free and the more that we do outside of what is expected of us, instead of just it being a congratulations, thank you for going above and beyond, it starts to become an expectation. And the more that we do it, the more they start to expect that you should do it or else you're a bad teacher. And Mm -hmm. no other profession is that expected. Nobody expects doctors to work without getting paid. Nobody expects the bank teller to work without getting paid. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, students are dismissed at 3.30. At 4 o'clock, your contract. But we have a meeting till 4.15 or 4.20, and then we're going to do this, and you've got stuff in your office. And don't forget you need to have all this other. Well, no. I feel like that person was way too much like, don't bitch at the teachers who do come early and stay late. Like, for example, I am always 30 minutes early to work, and I'm typically 30 minutes late after work from when I'm you know actually paid because I'm catching up on my own work. I'm catching up on stuff I didn't have time to do during the day, not because I'm like, oh, I am St. Rosie. Everybody do what I do, you know? But shouldn't the expectation be more along the lines of maybe if we fund schools so we have enough people to spread this work out where it's not one person doing enough work where they have to spend two hours at home every night or we have to have three diags that are spread across Mm -hmm. five grade levels. I think we've gotten to a point where it's just expect like, you know what? You guys can make it work. So just keep doing that for so long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to get fixed right now. And I think even if like we get a socialist president, we're all of a sudden going (laughs) to have school funding because there are people in power right now who think schools should not exist or should not be private and should not be paid for by Mm -hmm. everyone because I don't have kids so why should I pay for schools? Because I don't want to live in a society with stupid people. I don't have kids either but come on. (laughs) I agree. I would also like to fund schools and hospitals and things that help others because I'm not a selfish ass. I like that we fund firefighters. I think they should be able to put out burning fires and I think we should have parents to help you know, students and kids learn because maybe their parents aren't the smartest people or their parents are busy working three jobs. They don't mm-hmm. have time. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of the stopgap. And now you're treating us like shit. Hmm. Yeah. Teachers yeah. have been taking that shit for far too long. It's going to take a giant revolt and uprising from literally everyone before something changes. No, it's, I mean, there's a difference between working late because that's 
what you choose to do mm-hmm. or like I'll admit there have been days that on my conference time instead of grading papers I just needed a freaking minute. Yeah. And I scrolled Facebook or went and talked to my teacher friend who was also on conference or something like I just needed that mental break. And then I stayed for 30 minutes after school and did grading because I was more mentally prepared for it at that point. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. how you choose to manage your time is, is up to you. Like some people work better in the mornings and coming in early works for them. Some people like I'm not a morning person. So (laughs) staying later in the afternoon works better for me. I'm more alert. I'm more awake. I mean like how you choose to manage your time is one thing, but the expectation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that you should, or else you're a bad teacher be staying for hours of unpaid work is a different story. Or the teachers who are like, well, so-and-so left at her exact time at three 45 and I stayed until five. Well, good for you. Maybe she's better at managing her time. Can I tell you a funny thing that happened in my classroom? Please do. Ridiculous things that students say and do that just make me laugh. I'm like, this is why I enjoy my job is because these children are crazy. Um, I had a kid one day and we were reading a, we were reading a thing out loud in class and um, a kid who normally volunteers to read out loud a lot and is a very expressive reader um, was not volunteering. And somebody was like, get, get Josh to read it. This is, Names are changed to protect the ridiculous. Um, get Josh to read it. Josh is a good reader. Get Josh to read it. And I look over and Josh has like got his head down on his desk. I was like, guys, Josh isn't feeling very well today. He's he's sick. He's not feeling good. Let's give him a pass today. Let's get somebody else to read. Timmy was like, Josh, why don't you go to the nurse? And Josh was like, I already went. She said there was nothing she could do. And Timmy was like, do you want me to punch you in the stomach? Because <laughs> if you throw up in the nurse, then they'll send you home. Like, do you want me to punch you in the stomach? And then you can throw up in the nurse and then she'll send you home. Josh was like, no, man, thanks. I'm good. Thanks, Timmy. But Timmy was like, well, you let me know because I will totally punch you in the stomach. (laughs) And I'm sitting there like laughing so hard (laughs) because, I mean, Timmy was being genuine. It was was, sincere. He wanted to help Josh. He sincerely wanted to punch Josh in the stomach. It wasn't like malicious. Timmy's just a goober. (laughs) Timmy was like, hey, no, that works. Like if you get punched in the stomach, it makes you throw up. So, you know, do you want to go home? Unfortunately, if you tell your nurse that. You threw up because you got punched in the stomach. She'll let you rest and then send you back to class. Yeah. (laughs) No, Josh is like, thanks, man. I'm good. All right, my friends, please take care of yourselves. We're in the dregs of the year, but the end is in sight. It is coming. Spring break is around the corner if you haven't had it yet. So... Uh, Ms. Bunny O'Hare, thank you for being here tonight. A pleasure as always, Elvis. And Ms. Rosie Rose, thank you. <laughs> you as well, Elvis. <laughs> awesome. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. All right, my friends, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday and is sponsored by our good friends at Patreon. So if you want to support Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast or you want more episodes or new stuff, go join our Patreon for as little as $5-10. This January, we will be having a watch party of the movie Real Genius on Friday, January 21st. It's available to all of our patrons. Also, make sure you check out our sponsors, Legendary Pre- and love them dramatics and last but not least if you can leave a review write some notes spread the word just help you know let people know about teacher needs drink podcast because we love you so much so much and if you have anything you would like to ask us hit us up at the contact side of our website teacher needs drink podcast.com all right my friends we're starting back to school make sure you're taking care of yourselves take your vitamins wear your mask and make sure you get that booster shot if you can all right friends cheers Stop recording. Ah!